who are starting now. It's fine, John. Well, good morning, everyone. This is a, another, you know, odd but neat Sunday morning that we have the opportunity to do some online stuff. Uh, we're currently online on Facebook Live, obviously. We have some live podcasts going out. And then, uh, you know, 88.1 if you're, you know, within two blocks of the church. So that's always FM 81, 88.1. Tune in. Um, going to quick open up in a quick prayer and then we'll get right into getting some worship on. And dear Lordy, thank you once again for allowing us to meet together. Lord, not maybe not physically, but Lord, spiritually, you're bringing the body of Christ together all over the world. And we thank you for allowing us to be part of that. I pray this morning that you uh, guide our hearts, tune our hearts to what you have for us this morning. Allow us to kind of get the distractions out. Allow us to see your face, feel your moving. Lord, thank you again for the church family you've given us. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour. you 
It's your breath in our lives. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lives. So we pour out our praise to you only. And great. Joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. 
Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Well, again, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this morning. We we have a, a few announcements. Um, we want to, I guess, we want to talk about Easter next week. Yeah, Happy Palm Sunday, everybody. So Easter next week, uh, we are going to be doing something a tad different. We've never done it before, um, but we would like to encourage everyone to have a drive up service with us. I know it sounds odd, but that means that hop in your, you know, Sunday best into your vehicle and drive over to the church, but then just stay in your vehicle and tune your, uh, <laughs> tune your car to 88.1 because we're going to be doing worship over the radio. So announcements, like the pastor is going to be out there where everybody can see him. Yes. If the weather's good. Yes. So you won't just be looking at nothing. We will have to play the music inside the church just because of instruments and soundboards and all that. But um, the idea is bring a vehicle, no convertibles, people. <laughs> it's against the rules. Windows up. Windows up. No getting out of the car. But um, we're going to, the radio has to work. That's your only problem. If you have a car with, without a working radio, you probably don't want to do this service. But mm. the idea is to come. We're going to be able to see each other. We're going to worship. Through the windows. Um, we're going to listen to a message together to celebrate that he is risen. Yeah. And remember to bring your own grape juice and crackers. This is a bring your own body and blood event. <laughs> B-Y-O-B-N-B. B-Y-O-B-N-B. So Hashtag great. B-Y-O-B-N-B. <laughs> so that's that's also going to make it fun and unique. It's going to be really neat. And just, yeah, within two blocks of the church, that's what our uh, the radio tuner will be able to reach to. And so, you know, if you need to be two blocks away, we understand. But, you know, we have plenty of parking around here. So, so yeah, yeah it'll, I think it'll be neat. And, we're, yeah, I, weather, you know, weather dependent. I think we could force the pastor to be out in the rain regardless, you know. <laughs> he's fine (laughs) he's fine so so yeah we're gonna do something fun and it's we're gonna give it a shot sorry if it doesn't work but we're trying yeah and we love you guys exactly this this whole week we'll be posting things online to try to get the word out um i yeah i'm not sure what other churches have planned but uh the city of potlatch actually lent us their uh radio tuner that they used during christmas for free of charge so they're actually they're on board with us doing this very much so so it's kind of neat um we will have uh, other prayer requests and, and kind of go over the stuff that y'all have been posting, but uh, we'll do that right after we're done with worship. Um, Connie, can you think of anything else that I'm missing? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that being said, we're going to jump right into some more. Yeah. 
God like Jehovah. There's no 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 God like Jehovah. 
There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. These are the days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of your servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And though these are days of great trials, a famine and darkness and sorrow, still we are the voice in the desert crying prepare ye the way of the Lord behold he comes riding on the clouds shining like the sun at the trumpet call lift your voice it's the year of jubilee and out of Zion's hills dry bones becoming as flesh and these are the days of your servant David rebuilding our temple of praise and these are the days of the harvest and the fields are as white in the world and we are the
There's no God like Jehovah. 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 Riding on the clouds, shining like the sun, and the trumpet call is your voice. It's the year of Jubilee, and out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. Oh, lift your voice. It's the year of Jubilee, and out of Zion's hill, salvation. There's no God like Jehovah. 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 For his returning, we watch and we pray. We will be ready the dawn of that day. We'll join in singing with all the redeemed. Cause Satan is vanquished and Jesus. We'll join in singing with all the redeemed. Satan is vanquished and Jesus is king. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun. There's no God like Jehovah. 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 There's no God like Jehovah.
Who was and is and is to come 
With all creation I sing praise to the King of kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. Jesus, your name is power, breath and living water, such a marvelous mystery. Jesus, your name is power, breath and living water, such a marvelous mystery. See 
There's no God like Jehovah. 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 Well, good morning, church. Maybe this is why Jesus told us to go into all the world, because we're, we're not together. <laughs> I was just uh, thinking, you know, we really miss everyone. It's, it's like a shepherd trying to keep track of his sheep, and they're all scattered all over the place. It's kind of hard to tell how things are going. So I just want to encourage everyone, uh, you know, if, if there's something that arises within your lives that you have need of, Make sure to reach out and let us know. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to keep track on everybody, and we do the best we can to listen to the voice of the Lord and reach out to people. But, you know, if, you, if you're really in need of something uh, during this time, let us know. Uh, we're here. You know, we're, our desire is to help, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that desire to help, but we need to know. So uh, just keep your hearts open. If you, if you have a need, let us know. want to just... Uh, reach out this morning to the Lord in prayer. We've, we've got some praise reports and uh, some prayer requests. First of all, I want to just uh, raise up a praise report. Rodeo had a great surgery and was able to come home the same day for his rotator cuff uh, surgery the other day. And uh, I'm glad to hear that. He's been experiencing a little bit of dizziness, I believe, is what Tara said. And we just want to continue to remember that. But he is home, and, and that's great to know. We also uh, want to just raise praise for uh, Chris's mom, Beth. Uh, she's out of ICU and walking. Uh, she's currently off of dialysis and has been working with a respiratory therapist and seeing great improvement. We just want to continue to remember her. Uh, she still needs some further healing of the Lord, but we, we're just uh, believing that God will continue and finish the work that he has started. Uh, I'm just going to pray for that. Father, I just want to thank you for Beth and Lord, even as we have this great report, Lord, we, we realize that she still needs help. And Father, we know that that work which you've begun, you can finish. So, Lord, we just commit her into your hands, and we just ask, Lord, that you would touch. And, Lord, just heal her in the name of Jesus for your glory and for your honor. Heather Cummins has uh, reached out to us. Uh, her brother, Wes, and uh, sister-in-law, Lana, have made a request. Uh, he, Wes, has a fever, and uh, her sister-in-law, Lana, uh, had a heart attack about six months ago and is a diabetic. So they're, uh, they're both at high risk uh, in their step uh, about 70, I guess. Uh, but our prayer is that they, you know, if uh, that this is not the coronavirus, but if it is, that God will touch them and heal them, keep them safe and strong. Uh, you know, a lot of people are in the, the place where they're compromised, and we just pray the, the strength of the Lord upon them. Also, Heather has asked uh, for financial help with Zaka. Heather, I want to just reach out to you at this time. 
I remember last time we prayed for Zach and I made mention to you about the prodigal son and, and I later learned that uh, you'd already heard that in a sense, that that was kind of a confirmation. I just want you to think about the story of the prodigal son and what drove him home uh, was the fact that there was a famine and he ran out of food. Uh, I'm not praying that uh, he starved to death, um, but I'm praying that God will send him home. And this may be the way to do it. So let's just uh, pray for God's will. I'm not going to pray that he gets rich, but I'm just praying that God will meet his needs and that uh, he will come home to you shortly. So let's just pray for all these things right now. Father, I just want to thank you for Heather and her request, Lord. For her brother, I just pray, Lord, that you will just protect him, Lord, and heal. Give strength, Lord, if, if this is the virus, Lord. We know that you have a name that is above the name of coronavirus, that the name of Jesus, Lord, is greater than all names. We just pray, Lord, that you will just move within that family. Lord, protect the, his wife, Lana. Lord, keep her safe, Lord, as uh, she's in compromised state. We just ask, Lord, that uh, you just move mightily. Lord, for your glory and for your honor, we ask these things. Lord, we just continue to pray for Zach. And Lord, we just uh, realize, Lord, that uh, you have placed this story of the prodigal son upon him. Lord, this is his word. And Father, we just pray that you would bring the prodigal home. Hallelujah, Lord. We, we realize through all the things that are going on, Lord, that you are working in his life. And Father, we just pray that you would help us to wait. Lord, be like the father that just expects him to come back. And Lord, we'll be so happy when he does. But Lord, help us to keep looking and believing, Lord, that he is uh, walking in your plan and purpose at this moment, Lord, that you are bringing him home. We just thank you for that. I want to continue to pray for MJ. Hallelujah. She's uh, still in the hospital and not quite home yet. We just pray that uh, her spirits would be uplifted. I, I, the surgery went well as far as I understand and uh, all these things. But we want to just continue to pray for her. Father, we just continue to lift up MJ before you. Father, what a, a vital part of this church. And Lord, what a, a member of, of standing with us, Lord. Uh, she does supply so much that we need. We just pr uh, stand with her and pray, Lord, that you will continue just to raise her up, Lord. She's been so, through so much in her life. And Lord, is so strong. We just pray, Lord, that her faith would just hang on, Lord, and be so strong in you. Lord, that she knows her source. And we just pray, Lord, that she would rest in that in the name of Jesus. We also have an unspoken request this morning for Jenna. Uh, I was just so glad to hear that they had listened in last week and uh, had uh, participated in the service. So we just want to remember Jenna's request this morning. Father, we just thank you for those that are listening in. And Father, we pray for Jenna this morning. Lord, as uh, she has made this request before you, uh, Father, you see the heart and you know the need. And Lord, we just pray that uh, out of your might and out of your storehouse, Lord, you will meet that need. And Lord, may she realize that it was only you that could have done this the way that it has been done. Father, that only that need can be met through you and your miracle working power. We ask in the name of Christ. We also have a couple prayers from a lady named Cheryl Smith. Uh, she had breast cancer, um, but because it's still in the early stages, the doctors have not deemed her essential since right now, so she is really worried and could use our prayers. And also she has a friend, uh, Linda, whose husband just broke his leg and knee, needs a knee replacement. So we want to remember both of these things this morning. Father, we just want to pray for this woman, Lord. First of all, that Father, you would give her peace and rest. Lord, uh, as she has been diagnosed with cancer, Lord, and has been put on a waiting list, we just pray, Lord, that her trust and her faith would be in you. Lord, send your comforter, Lord, to assure her that she is in your hands. Father, that you are still there and you are still caring. Father, that all these things will work to her good. 
Lord, by your hand and by your purpose. Lord, we pray for her friend's husband, Lord, that has broke his leg and needs a knee replacement. We just pray, Lord, that you will just uh, be very skillful with the hands of the surgeons that work upon his knee, Lord, and with this leg that needs to be healed. Father, that you would just keep them safe, keep him safe, Lord, and Father, that you would give him strength to endure and get ready for the surgery. Father, we just leave these things in your hands, Lord. A lot of times we, we don't even know how to pray, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you would just move in your omnipotence, Lord, and your all-knowingness, Lord, that you would do what is right and perfect in the eyes of the Lord. Father, we just thank you that we can come to this time, Lord, and give you praise for those things that you're doing. And Lord, uh, just ask for other things that need to be done. We know, Lord, that you're a caring God and that your desire is to meet the needs of your people, Lord, and to establish your kingdom within our hearts and lives. So, Lord, we just pray that that would take place in all these situations, Lord, that your kingdom would be established, your glory would be exalted, Lord, in this. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, we're entering into, I guess, what we could term the Holy Week. Uh, you know, starting today with Palm Sunday and we'll be going through this week and thinking about the crucifixion of Christ and all the things that he went through uh, to purchase so many things for us. And then next week we'll be celebrating in the resurrection uh, of our Lord and, you know, the, the joy and the excitement that it gives us to know what has been set before us. You know, we do focus so much on this week and you know, I was thinking about it. it, it was such a great thing. It was probably, you know, one of the greatest things that could happen in the history of the world for us. Uh, but I got to thinking about it, you know, and really, even as great as this week is, really without the life lived before it, it really would have had no power. I mean, if Jesus had not lived that sinless life, you know, it really would have had no meaning or any purpose to it. I'm not even sure if it really would have taken place. But I got to thinking about in our own lives how it's so important that we live day by day what God has laid before us. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I was just thinking about, uh, you know, this coronavirus that's out there and just thinking about how that it attacks those that are compromised. You know, and, and our officials are... You know, high-up officials tell us, well, you know, you need to be staying home and keeping safe and staying away from other people, you know, so you don't contract this disease and so on and so forth. And I thought, you know, it's kind of like our situation as Christians. Uh, you know, we're separated now. We're at a place where we can be safe, but at the same time, we might be in a state of compromise. It just depends upon how your walk with the Lord is. If you have a strong walk with the Lord, you know, you're probably secure in your place that your own home is a safe place where you can stay strong and healthy. But, you know, if you have not been so strong in your walk with the Lord and so committed to his ways, you might be compromised. And even being home, you might not be able to find that safety that you really need in the Lord. So I just want to encourage your hearts this morning. We want to just talk about a few things that are happening in this world and uh, just kind of maybe stir you up and get you encouraged a little bit this morning. I want to turn... This morning into Hebrews chapter 12. I don't know if many of you are feeling this, but there's a shaking going on in the world. And, uh, you know, maybe physically, <laughs> we've had a, an earthquake in Idaho here in the last couple of weeks. And 
But I was just thinking about the spiritual shaking that's going on in the world. And really, that's, that's for our benefit because it shows us our weaknesses. It shows us where we're coming short. But I just want to read a, a few verses out of uh, Hebrews chapter 12, starting with verse 25. See that you refuse not him that speaks. For if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. You know, all these things that happen within our lives can either affect us good, goodly or badly. Uh, you know, it's a shaking that's going on. We're being shaken. You know, it's probably an uncomfortable place that we're in and for most of us. But the reality of it is, is we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be fearful. We don't need to be unsure of what God is doing. He's shaking to make sure that what we're walking in is the truth. And the things that we have committed to him uh, are good things. And that we are standing firm within our convictions and within our faith. Uh, you know, when we begin to shake, you begin to realize the things that aren't stable and the things that, uh, you know, won't stand I, even through this uh, earthquake that has gone on, I've heard of people, you know, some, some of our son's things were broken in their house, you know, they were shaken and uh, it's a few mirrors and a few glass things and things like that. But in our lives, we need to make sure that when God shakes, we pay attention because there are some things that probably need to be taken care of and, and taken out of our lives that won't be shaken any longer. We need to learn to stand firm in what God has uh, allowed us to live in. I was just thinking about this shaking and, uh, you know, so often when things like this happen, the first thing we begin to do is think about the Lord's return. So I want to just kind of read a scripture here out of Matthew verse 20, or chapter 25, excuse me, or 24, excuse me. Better get there. And I want to start in verse 3. Disciples are talking with Jesus and, and they ask him, Tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of war. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We're beginning to see these, or we have seen these, uh, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. It's starting, really, is what I'm seeing and what we're going through. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. I want you just to notice that verse 12. And because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Just like shaking, we find our weaknesses. In the tribulations that come, we're going to find if we truly love God or not. If we're truly founded in what his desire is for our lives. I want to go to uh, Matthew 21 while I'm right here. We're talking 
or we are on the day of Palm Sunday. And I just wanted to read this story. This is the story of Jesus' triumphal entry. And uh, if you know the story, you know that it was the time for the feast and Jesus had come to Jerusalem and he sent his disciples into town and said, you will find the colt of an ass, uh, you know, bring him to me. We need him. And, you know, if they ask you what, why you're taking it, you just tell them that the Lord needs him. And so anyway, his disciples did this and uh, they went and got the donkey and, and he began to come into town. And I want to just start here in verse 6. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes. And they set him thereon. And I want you to notice this. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. I want you to notice about three different times it's mentioned a multitude here. There was a multitude that were praising God, uh, in a sense, you know, cheering for Jesus that he was coming into Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, if, if you were to see this, you would think... He had quite a few followers. I want to go over to chapter 27. And I'm going to read just one verse out of this. This is uh, where Jesus is on trial before Pontius Pilate. And Pontius Pilate has questioned him. And he's come out to the people. And he said, you know, uh, as you know, on this day I released to you one of, a prisoner. Who do you want me to re release to you this day? This Barabbas or Jesus? And in verse 20 it says, but the chief priests and elders persuaded whom the multitude that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus I want you just to think about this this hasn't been that long maybe a week there's a multitude that had ushered Christ into Jerusalem with cheers of acclamation uh, shouts of praise and glory you know blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord uh, blessed is he the son of David and all these things and here again, now we see a multitude. I'm not saying that this is the same multitude, but I'm sure there was a cross over here. Some of these people were some of the same ones that had shouted for the coming of Jesus, and now they're shouting for his death. And, uh, you know, we need to make sure that we're not falling into that trap, that we are those that are going to wax cold when things get rough in this world. We have to stay true and committed to Christ. I want to turn to 1 Corinthians 10. I thought this was really a good exhortation from Paul. Paul is exhorting the Corinthians by showing them or, you know, reminding them of what went on in Israel with the fathers of Israel. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all of our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and, and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. But with many of them God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were for our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. 
neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed, and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye, as sons of them also murmured, as some of them also murmured, excuse me, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all of these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he stands take heed lest he fall. There's such a humility in walking for Christ. You know, there's some things I'm, you know, that we can be sure of. We can be sure of our salvation, but really it's in a humbleness of mind that we approach God in all things. You know, we may think that we really have all the answers and that we've done everything that we possibly can to, you know, live for Christ. But only Christ knows that. And we need to make sure that we're following as closely as we can, that we're, you know, um, that we're not being deceived, I guess. I, I was thinking about in Timothy, I want to return there, Second Timothy 1. I've got a number of scriptures this morning for you, but... In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verses 11 and 12. Wherefore I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, Paul speaking. For the which cause I also suffered these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know what I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. And I was thinking about this, you know. He's able to keep that which we've committed to him. The trouble is a lot of times I don't think we've committed as much as we think we have. You know, because commitment is a sacrifice. You know, we're to present our bodies a living sacrifice. We're to commit our bodies a living sacrifice. In other words, you know, are we truly committed to Christ? Have we truly committed our lives to Christ? Uh, time will tell. But we need to make sure we're doing all we can to make sure that our commitment is true and honest before God. There's a scripture in Matthew 21. We're not going to turn there. Jesus was talking about being the stone that the builders rejected. And he said, Whosoever falls on this stone shall be broken or humbled. But, on, but whomsoever uh, this rock falls on, it will grind him to powder. You know, we, we need to make sure that we're staying humble before the Lord. That we're staying committed. Uh, that when times get rough, we're not falling away. We're not losing our faith. We, you know, we've been established. We're being strong in what God has called us to do. Need to make sure we're doing all we can to fulfill the love of Christ within our lives. I was just thinking about, you know, what what we're celebrating this week, and really the life of Christ, and you know, really it was Christ life was the greatest life ever lived in history what he did in his 33 years and maybe a little bit over changed everything completely for us maybe not physically but spiritually I was just thinking about how you know it changed eternity for us but then we have to ask ourselves did it really you know if we're not doing what Christ has asked us to do what he did really didn't change anything for us. It's all up to our commitment to him and our accepting of what his desire is for us that really makes what he did 
worthwhile, makes it special. I want, uh, in a sense, for you to pray with me this morning. It's Psalms 139, verses 23 and 24. Uh, it's just a prayer of introspection, in a sense, of asking God to look at our hearts and that. Um, so if you would just repeat with me, I'm just going to pray this, and uh, you can just repeat after me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. You know, if we truly humble our hearts and can pray this prayer honestly and earnestly before God, we don't have to be worried about where we stand with God. Our lives will be strong. But so often we don't allow God to search into our hearts and into our lives and into our thoughts. We hold back things. We really don't commit all things to God. And we're coming to a place in the history of this world, I believe, that we need to be strong. We need to be humble before God. We need to be committed to His ways. There's things going on that are shaking our faith. And are we going to stand strong? That's really the question. Is this something that's going to overcome you? Or is this something that's going to make you stronger? To make you more victorious? To make you that overcomer that Christ desires for you to be? Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you for your great plan and purpose for our lives. I thank you, Lord, for providing all things that we have need of. I thank you for the life and the death of Jesus Christ. Lord, but may it become more than just a story. May it become the reality of our lives. Lord, as we talked about it, changed eternity. May it really have changed our eternity. May really, Lord, the commitments we have made to you be true and honest, Lord. Hallelujah. I just pray for each and every one that's listening today, Father, that you would have them look at their life before you, Lord, that they would open their hearts to you this morning. And if there's any wicked way in us, Lord, lead us in the way everlasting. Lord, don't let us remain there. Don't make it so, Lord, we are the ones that wax cold when things get rough. Don't, don't let us be the ones that are in the falling away at the end. Hallelujah. Lord, keep us safe. Keep that which we've committed to you. We ask in the name of Christ. Amen.